Hi there, I'm reporter Katie O'Brien, and you're listening to WBEZ's Curious City series, where we answer your questions about Chicago, the region, and its people. In this case, we answer a question about people who've disappeared from Chicago public schools. I'm talking about truancy officers, the people whose main job was to keep kids in school. Before this episode's final bell, you'll know why truancy officers disappeared in Chicago and the high price the city and its residents pay when kids cut class. Curious City on WBEZ is supported by Dover, a diversified global manufacturer committed to delivering product innovation and customer service in the energy, engineered systems, fluids, and refrigeration and food equipment markets. More at DoverCorporation.com. And by the Chicago Area Clean Cities Coalition, committed to helping Chicagoland businesses expand the use of alternative fuels like natural gas, biofuel, and electric vehicles, and increase the number of alternative fueling stations. More at ChicagoCleanCities.org. Who's the What is going to be? When? Where, where do I? Why is it? How many? What is the? What? <laughs> I'm Katie O'Brien, and you're listening to Curious City. Kids in Chicago public schools are just hitting summer break, so we thought we'd squeeze in a question about education, just in the nick of time. The question at hand comes from Sandra Oglesby of Chicago's Lawndale neighborhood. The truant officers, why aren't they, like they used to be, riding around, picking up kids? Oglesby is referring to the men and women once employed by Chicago public schools to track down students who did not turn up for class. When we was growing up, they would pick us up, take us to school, to the school, call our parents, and say, hey, this kid is not in school. Why aren't you in school? It's a fair question, especially if you're of a certain age, and you can remember when Chicago truancy officers were out in force. For nearly 50 years, the officers knocked on doors, called friends and relatives, stalked neighborhood haunts, all to find absent students. And they wouldn't just find kids. They'd also figure out what was happening in their lives, at home, in the streets, or at school, that was keeping them from coming to class. And nowadays, a lot of kids are missing a lot of class. In fact, there's a term for it, chronically truant. Basically, you're chronically truant if you miss 5% of the school year, or about nine days at CPS schools. Catalyst Chicago magazine revealed that a little more than a quarter of CPS students were chronically truant last year. The district verified that report. So here's how we're going to answer Sandra's question. First, we'll see what happened to all those truancy officers in CPS. Then we'll talk about what some say are the consequences of that decision and chronic truancy in general. And finally, we'll hear what officials and policymakers have to say about truancy officers and absenteeism. So what did happen to truancy officers in Chicago? I get the gist from Arthi Dupelia, who is Chicago Public Schools' chief officer for college and career success. Among other things, she oversees truancy and attendance. To get our answer, we have to go back to 1992. CPS was facing a $315 million shortfall, and the administration zeroed in on truancy officers. 
we actually had as many as 150 truancy officers district-wide. And due to um, unclear evidence of their effectiveness as well as budget constraints, um, those positions were eliminated back in the 1990s. The district thought it could save $15 million that year and that they wouldn't miss the truancy officers. They could reach out and in some cases find students who were not coming to school and in some cases bring them back to school, but they could not answer the larger question of why did students leave school in the first place. In fact, even with truancy officers in place in the early 1990s, Chicago had the highest high school dropout rate in the country. In the years after the officers were cut, CPS's dropout rate went down, but the district's truancy rate remained above the state average. That's despite various efforts over the years, including dedicated truancy outreach and re-engagement centers. All of these missed days of school add up, and the consequences are grave. Chicago Tribune reporter David Jackson became all too familiar with the toll of truancy. 20 years after the truancy officers were ousted, Jackson was tipped off to what appeared to be a growing attendance problem. A juvenile court judge had said she was shocked by the number of young kids who were out of school and in her courtroom. She noted that those were the kids obviously involved in delinquency and crimes on the streets. I mean, what they were doing when they were not in school was either not safe for them or for the community. So Jackson and the Tribune asked for access to a highly protected CPS attendance database. That database tracks kid by kid how often a student misses class. The Tribune fought a legal battle over access to the data. But when Jackson finally got numbers from 2010 and 2011, well, he became convinced there is a crisis. We found in the database, and this is an extremely conservative number, that at least one in eight elementary school students in Chicago missed four weeks of school. And that means, obviously, that if they keep up that pattern between kindergarten and eighth grade, they'll have missed a year of school before they begin high school. Numbers like that shock a lot of people, but it's the fallout that has folks concerned. The truancy issues has left a lot of children on the street. John Paul Jones is the president of Sustainable Englewood Initiatives. It's a nonprofit that works with residents to improve the quality of life in the Southside neighborhood. Jones says when kids are out of school, they still learn. It's just that they learn the wrong lessons from the wrong people. The ex-offenders, um, the alcoholics, other persons who are just not productive in the community life. And those are the ones they're most around. And so it puts them in a way of violence. It puts them in a way of, of doing things that puts them at risk, but also the community at risk. Jones said one long-term effect of chronic truancy is that young people aren't rewarded for getting ahead in school. Those who do wrong get celebrated when they come back. If they come back from from prison, they get celebrated. They have a cluster of guys who welcome them back. That's not the case for the college student. You come back, then you may have somebody who is not as thrilled about you coming back. And and we've seen that several times where students come back to Inglewood or to to the Chicago line and get shot down just coming back from college. So kids are hurt by chronic truancy. And according to Jones, a whole community can be too. But as we dug into this question about the absence of truancy officers in Chicago, we found it's likely there's another victim, Chicago Public Schools itself. It has to do with the fact that public school districts are reimbursed by the state and federal governments based on how many kids show up. 
A 2010 internal CPS report obtained by the Tribune suggested CPS could have garnered an additional $11.5 million in state funds if the district attendance that year had been just 1% higher. In other words, CPS lost $111 each day a student was absent. The Tribune's David Jackson also looked at how other school districts around the state and country tackle truancy. We followed a lot of uh, truancy officers in other districts, and what they do is they come into school in the morning and they get a list every morning of who's absent at their elementary school. And it also shows them how many days besides this each student has missed. And they sort of prioritize and triage that list, get in a car, and go out and find those kids. And they're almost invariably really findable. In fact, we found a lot of these kids. And uh, it's not that they disappear into uh, Bermuda Triangle. Jackson found that more often than not, truancy officers practically paid for themselves. So the consequences of truancy in Chicago can ripple from the kid to the neighborhood and the city and back to the school system itself. Again, when kids don't show up to school, the district is less able to provide for the kids who do show up because the district's bottom line takes a hit. Our investigation began with one woman's question about why Chicago Public Schools no longer uses truancy officers. Now, as it happens, her question comes at a time when the district's overall chronic truancy rate is on the rise. More than a quarter of CPS students were chronically truant last year. It would be too simplistic to say that Chicago could fix all of its truancy problems by just hiring truancy officers. But there are people asking questions about what role officers could play. The Tribune's David Jackson has looked at districts that have used dedicated truancy officers and alternatives. Again, there's not a silver bullet because these are uh, complex families with often profound needs, but Every truancy program we looked at, anti-truancy program we looked at across the country and across the state, the, one of the main pillars was you have to have somebody who reaches out from the schoolhouse to that family and tries to figure out what's going on in that home, tries to tell them they're welcome at school, and tries to uh, rebuild that bridge. So is this an argument for truancy officers? CPS doesn't take it that way. Again, the district's Arthi Dupelia. I think that um, tackling attendance and truancy is an it-takes-a-village issue. It's not something that the district can tackle alone. It's something that families need to tackle, that the district needs to tackle. It's something that community partners, elected officials need to help tackle. While it so happens Chicago's truancy problems are being tackled by elected officials and other stakeholders, the legislature's created a Chicago Public Schools Truancy Task Force to recommend how to improve CPS's record. What does the task force think of truancy officers? Here's task force member Jeffrey Aronowski with the State Board of Ed. If you look across the state, you know, you know, almost all counties have truant officers employed either by districts or regional offices of education. They're very active. CPS seems to be a little bit... Um, of, a, of an outlier there. Um, but, but again, whether or not that's something that's appropriate or even will be recommended by the, the task force is yet to be seen. Aronowski says yet to be seen. But the task force's homework is due soon, by the end of July. By then, the state wants final recommendations on how to address truancy in Chicago public schools. Maybe by the end of summer we'll know 
whether the state would like to see truancy officers return to Chicago streets. Reporting for this story comes from me, Katie O'Brien. Special thanks to David Jackson of the Chicago Tribune and Melissa Sanchez of Catalyst Chicago Magazine. Curious City is produced by WBEZ and AIR, with support from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting and the Doris and Howard Conan Fund for Journalism. Curious City is supported by Dover, a diversified global manufacturer that delivers innovative equipment and components, specialty systems, and support services through its four major operating segments, energy, engineered systems, fluids, and refrigeration and food equipment. By combining global scale with operational agility, Dover is a leader in the markets they serve. The Dover team of over 25,000 employees takes an ownership mindset, collaborating with customers to redefine what's possible. Find out more at dovercorporation.com. Schools are also, in a fundamental way, a kind of a gateway to normalcy for kids. I mean, this is where kids interact with peers, where they learn the rules of our society, and and, uh, where they're given a shot at a better life. And these kids missed all of that.